Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment for today, or this week, you're the founder of Awareness Practice, Inc. You're ready to hire people and are describing what the organization is, what it does, and how those who work for it will embody its essence. How would you describe your company and what it stands for? RL, what you see about your process. And here's our first caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Bob in San Francisco. Hey, Bob. Um, so, yeah, so the way I've been kind of looking at it this past this week is that, you know, it's all just, the company is just all in support of bringing me back here and um, catching, uh, you know, catching on more and sooner than when I'm not here. And, and, and one of the things I've been looking at around that is that, and I think I've been looking at this in last year's year-long retreat too, essentially that like, so I get here and then I'm supposed to go up in the commission mind about how to stay here. And that seems like a really key part for me of like, you know, to like, okay, that's, that's where I am right now. So let's drop that. And then let's go back to essentially what our company's mission statement is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the company has only one mission statement, one point, one purpose, one, one, right, to get you here, to support you in being here. Not to, exactly. Yeah, not to do, not even to do anything when you get here. Yeah, and that's been really key that I've been seeing more and more is, is that, you know, if I'm here and, I'm, and I support kind of staying here or getting back here when I'm not here anymore, that's it. I mean, there's really in my experience, especially over the past year as I've been practicing with it, that that, that is all that's necessary. Um, yeah. and, and then obviously, and the great thing that I think one of the assignments we could set up is, is like, it's, it's just it, that, that putting all the pieces in place to support that, not to leave it to like, you know, okay, well, I'm here. Well, I'm done. I can just go unconscious again and, and then yes. go off on my life. Yes. Yes, as if you have a life when you're not here, <laughs> right? That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the other one, right? And so when we go to the what now life, so here I am, what now life? And what you're, what you're pointing at that's really, really kind of everything is where do I look when I ask that question? Because... Mm, yeah. The, the training <laughs> is to go to conditioned mind. Okay, well, what, all right, so I'm here. All right, well, what now? Go right to ego. What, what should I do? And what we're, what we're practicing now is what now life and looking to hear. Yeah, 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 and, and, and it seems like the if we go back to the company metaphor, it's like it's all just like a it seems like a retraining, you know, where yes. you know, so where am I going for information? Where am I now? You know, what not yes. to figure anything out. Like even to like, you know, to sit with those questions, it's about getting here to sit with them, not to go off into commission mind to figure out how. That's right. Yeah. And it's a 
uh, we're really moving from, we, we could say, uh, and this could be misleading, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> we're going from thinking to sensing, to intuiting, yeah. to feeling. Yeah. Right? Not feeling in the sense of emotion or sensation, but in that, well, intuiting is probably the, the best, right? Because we're mm-hmm. looking to awareness. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All well, right. Thank, thank you, you, Bob. That's big. Yeah, it is. Thanks, Bob. And here's our next caller, Sherry. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Rebecca from the monastery. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So um, I was on a very same, similar wavelength as, as Bob there because what I saw was the one thing that I would tell these applicants these, these, in an interview about Awareness Practice, Inc., is we have many guidelines but only one rule, and that's mm-hmm. to use everything in our experience to see how we cause ourselves to suffer so we can drop it and end suffering. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that the what's are just so, they just so uh, pale in importance to the how at this company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the, the, it's never content, it's always process. The what's mm-hmm. are not important mm-hmm. at all. Because the process that we're in is, to, is looking to see how we cause ourselves to suffer so we could drop that. And then, of course, the most important part of that, end suffering. Right, which is the being here, the one being here. thing that was just mm-hmm. talked about, the being here. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then I thought, okay, and then I would watch that applicant's uh, reaction to that. And if they were at all drawn to it and they wanted to do that, boy, they're in. They are mm-hmm. in. You know? It's all self-selection. So, you know, so the, the whole hiring process of this corporation is self-selection. You want, you want to come and do this? You're in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there obviously would be people who would go, mm, no, no, I don't think so, and then move on. But it wouldn't be because the invitation wasn't extended. And maybe they would, you know, want to do it someday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's a it's a it's a it's such it's what we say, or rather, since this is a large projection exercise, right, Rebecca? We're looking at what that mirrors for us, right? Because mm-hmm. this is this is how life never imposes its will towards itself. It's always an invitation which we choose to mm-hmm. accept or not. And as you rightly pointed out, the process of choosing the how over the what is is a it, it's it's not an it's not it's simple but it's not e- it's whatever simple not easy mm-hmm. and so if you don't really want to choose it uh it's a it's a hard road to hoe as we would say mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well and that brings me to my the, the last thing i was wanting to that i that was saying about this and that okay so if i'm practicing that very one rule Mm-hmm. How this causes me to suffer mm-hmm. is wanting so much for every person who applies for this company to want it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like how how to um, well, it's I think the phrase holy indifference is is the best applies here. How to practice that holy indifference or temper that 
strong caring for, you know, I don't know if it's caring or, or desire. That's really where the practice is. Can it stay in the caring and not slide over into a desire where I just sort of fire hose everybody with how good this practice is and why they would want to join awareness practicing? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's, it's like there's a temptation to evangelize, right? Because I project that comes from the place where, being a practitioner who has sort of dedicated their life to this process and and benefited so greatly from it there's that that there's the temptation to want to tell everyone about it and from our experience we get that we all everybody wants to choose their karma till they don't yeah exactly so mhm yeah so that you can't say, say that again Omega? Oh, I just say, so that's the place to practice, right? Yeah, yes. Well, and to make sure that, uh, I mean, and, and, I, and, I, and I project work in the only place where the transformation can happen, and that in that transforming of ourselves, there's a way in which we can model the possibility. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's going from the doing to the being again, right? Because that... Yeah. that uh, process of persuading the other or or efforting to convert or whatever, however we want to phrase that, just doesn't work. Well, and one last little nuance about that is because it's not even, I mean, I don't know, I may be deluding myself, obviously, but um, it feels like it's, it is, even that is the projection because, um, because I suffer in that place of, you know, just wanting this for someone so badly, you know, especially, you know, people I love and I'm close to and all that. And, and so can I even accept, oh, look at this practitioner who loves this so much, who really wants this for everyone, and, and just, you know, stay there and, and not go to, but you really shouldn't evangelize. You really should drop me a pull pack now and, you know, but, mm-hmm. and, and not let that go to condition nine either. That's right. Yes. So that to really apply the rule to yourself, because if this is where I'm suffering, then that's what I need to drop and, and exactly. go to the how instead of the what. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Thanks, Rebecca. Well, thank you. So, Ashwini. Yes. Before we move to the next person, what that conversation was uh, was bringing to me is that uh, as long as we want something for, in quotes, other people, it's proof that we still believe there's something wrong. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what we are imparting. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. whether we think we are or not. Mm-hmm. So when we truly know there's nothing wrong, we know there's nothing wrong with anyone. It's what we get to is uh, what the Buddha said. You know, we can suffer for as long as we want, and when we want to stop, we can stop. Mm-hmm. If we truly know that from our own experience, then we can really admire and respect everybody for where they are and what they're experiencing, having mm-hmm. no idea what that is, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah. Well, I, what I hear you say there, Sherry, is that there, the the um, the one rule applied to that situation is the recognition that I'm still in the process of something wrong, even if it yes. if it is wanting something, within quotes, good for someone else. 
That's right. Yeah. That's right. In fact, you know the old expression, the road to hell is paved with good intentions? Yeah. I think that's exactly what it means. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm motivated by good, I don't need to really pay attention to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Jill in Philadelphia. Hey, Jill. Hey, Jerry. Yes, Renee. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like we just had this, the conversation <laughs> based on what others have said. I was, I mean, I just said that about an hour ago to somebody, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I mean, I have the, <laughs> I'm having the exact same experience as the two previous in that, um, you know, when I read the email, I mean, I just was totally lit up by the possibility that finding the answers to these questions was possible. I mean, I was just like, oh my God, it's happening. Like, we are going to start a revolution. Um, <laughs> and, um, and then I was just like, comp- every, then I was like, well, what are the answers to those questions? And it was like completely blank, like nothing. I was like, I have no answers to these questions. Um, you know, and then, um, you know, I got some, some of them, but it's just so fun. But, but it, the, the answers I got was totally based on what Rebecca was just saying. Like, okay, so people have asked me about my spiritual practice, you know, in, in passing or whatever for a long time. And I so want to convince them to join. And, um, mm-hmm. and that desire, you know, and I've learned over the years, to you know sometimes I'm better at it and not but it's it, it really no one no one has only one or two people have even gone you know a step towards it um, <laughs> gone to the website <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah you've written down yeah. the name you know of right. the, you know I can sometimes get that far but um but yeah mm-hmm. so just I'm just I just love these those, those two previous conversations and yeah just sitting with that just that desire and how it, it really is just like, I mean, I really, it's just, um, I, I just have to sparkle. I mean, that's really the, you that's know. It. And, because, you know, Jill, you really did get the answer to all of those questions <laughs> as soon as you read them, right? Because you, you were completely uh, lit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then yeah. mm-hmm. it went to, okay, well, now what do I do? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And, yeah. and, of course, then goes the... <laughs> lights and, and there we are and and again as as you're pointing at the danger that we're going to be fumbling around in the dark trying to convince somebody else that we're in the light and they should be too i know that was so powerful to hear yes yeah, yeah. that that too that in that I'm communicating there's some, i can't you know it's it's likely i'm communicating that there's something wrong and um, mm-hmm. and just how devastating that is to for that to be my a message that comes from um, you know this person Jill who spends so much time practicing and and wanting um, and to end suffering. And yet, yeah. that person Jill is doing exactly what what you hope, what we all hope for everybody. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Encountering something. Mm. Seeing it for what it is, mm. recognizing it, accepting mm. it, and mm. and going, yeah, okay, good, thank mm. you. I, yeah, I can see that. 
and the mm-hmm. light go up just a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Thank you. So thank fun. You, thank Jill. you. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. And here's our next caller, Sherry. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Rob calling from Pennsylvania. Can you hey, hear me? Hey, Rob. Yes, loud and clear. Okay, good. Good. I thought I had to maybe put on my microphone, but no. Um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, so sometime, sometimes it, it, it's interesting. When I identify with ego and then I make that transition away from it, uh, it sometimes is really helpful to me just to see the contrast. Mm-hmm. And so my experience with, with this assignment is, uh, as I, I realize now, at first I was like, oh, this is really good because, you know, people do ask me about, about my, my practice and I'm always, I, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what to say and I might give them a book or whatever and, um, and then, of course, usually I never hear anything about it again. But, um, but I'm always interested in that. Uh, and, and, and I see how I could, it's, it's a reflection of thinking something is wrong, but also people ask me about it. So, you know, sometimes it's just, I'm just responding to what they're asking. Um, anyway, so that was my initial response that lasted like half a second. And then immediately I went to like, Oh, I had no idea what to write. I mean, like, or what to think about, like it's, that's too hard. That's, you know, and then uh-huh. I didn't, do the, I didn't do the assignment. And then yesterday, um, you know, one person sort of just like woke me up as she was talking. I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm stuck in conditioning and I have shut down, you know, my, my awareness, which is also my openness to possibility. Mm-hmm. And so, so then I did the assignment afterwards. And, and of course there's like, you know, since then there's been like, I don't know, 10 or 11 different, you know, aha moments. Oh, uh-huh. wow. You know, oh, wow. Like, what I can talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and that is exactly the process of practice, right? And the embodiment of it as you're pointing, pointing to it. So when, you, when we ask questions like this, the conditioned uh, uh, orientation is that there's an answer, right? That we've got to find. And what, what we are all looking at is actually know we're in the process of looking and, and seeing where we're looking for the answer. And that feels different, right? So when, when, the, when the assignment first came to you, you, you were aware of a moment of interest and of curiosity and a desire to explore and possibility and then got shut down to that possibility by the conditioned looking, which basically resulted in, I don't know the answer to this, I, I, and, and, and the, the what becomes the, the objective and the focus of the attention. And so then when we get woken up out of that process, we open up to possibility again and lots of things drop in. They may, and the lovely thing about that, right, Rob, is they're all, they, all, they are all possible. They might contradict each other. They might not make sense together. But in the moment, it's being in the opening that is the point, not having a perfect answer. And that's very hard to offer offer right in a job description because how do you talk about that which is why we find ourselves stumped with answering a question that's put to us by somebody who wants us to talk about our practice yes yes um so 
when I did the exercise, I like wrote it down, sort of like a job, you know, uh-huh. a job listing. Um, and if it's okay, I like to just read it because I like to just check to see where maybe conditioning has sort of slipped in. And so if it's okay, if you indulge me to read it, um, awareness practice incorporated is is about dramatically expanding what humans perceive as possible. We teach clients how to return ego an artifact of consciousness to its proper role as a small aspect of awareness, which is the sum total of all experiences a person can have on a moment by moment basis. We help clients release the addiction to ego, resulting in an ability to notice and incorporate into their lives a reality that they may have dimly perceived but only rarely experienced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'll stop there because that, that's my understanding of practice. I mean, you know, as you said, it's like impossible to really write it, but that's certainly one aspect of my understanding of practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what I... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah and then sometimes I wonder... Well, is this right? <laughs> you know, I guess I'm going right to ego to has, ask that question, which gets me stuck. Mm-hmm. Yes, but, well, and that's that's the whole pu- purpose of the uh, the exploration we're doing here, right, Rob? Because what conditioning wants to do is to define it, to know that this is the definition and this is the understanding that's correct, and then to verify that that's the case. And just as you pointed out, the moment I start to do that, I get stuck. Yes, yes. Because I've left the process of the dynamic looking of what is here in this moment and my, within quotes, knowing of whatever it is that I know that is not the knowledge of ego and go back to that process and that movement is simply what we're noticing. We have a tendency to want to ossify and understand and put into little neat brackets and then we have the vastness of our experience that we can trust. Yes, yes. It just dawned on me that's like if I've if I've done a process that I just really enjoy, I always describe it as well. It was organic, mm-hmm. which, is my, which is which I'm just realizing now. That's my code word for like well, you can't explain it because it's like it's like five things at once happening. Yeah, or or so much more, or as you put in your your definition, it's impossible. It's a it's a you can say it's a realm of possibility. But if you're thinking about every possibility that exists, if you're attempting to put a label on or describe every possibility that exists in one moment, there's no, there's no, there's no way you can do that, right? You could say possibility, but you, you have to, but you can be the possibility and the experiences are so vastly different. Yes, yes. Yeah. One time you mentioned about when someone speaks from from center, it almost doesn't matter what they say. You get this sense that they're coming from center, mm-hmm. which always fascinated me. It's like one of, one of the many paradoxes that that it, exactly. It's like you get. I don't know. I again, I can't explain it. But but of course, in this practice we get to talk about, oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, get to ex- we don't necessarily have to explain it. We could point to it, and then just for the fun of that, right, Rob? You have no idea that person is coming from center. Perhaps you know that that's where you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Was there more? Uh, well, there's tons, but that's plenty. So that's All right. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, Rob.
Oh, that that laugh is the surest sign of center, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's just, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, here's our next scholar, Sherry. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Good morning. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Who are you? Oh, good. This is Lisa. I'm sorry. This is Lisa from California. They're, like everybody hey, else, I'm all startled when I, yeah, when I hear unmute. Um, I wanted some guidance on this assignment. I, uh, like a lot of people, I lost my job recently and am in the process of starting my own business. And conditioning is having a field day with that. And as we have this assignment about Practice Awareness, Inc., um, as soon as we framed it in that workspace, conditioning came in and started barking about it. Mm-hmm. And I want some guidance on this um, doing versus being in the space where you have challenges that we've traditionally, like I've traditionally gone to doing to get new clients, of course. to get a new job. So I'm sort of... Uh, struggling a little bit with how to, how to be in this space. I, I actually made another big process map that's all over my bedroom. I literally made a huge one, and every day I'm adding what conditioning is up to. So I'm tr- I have a lot of clarity about seeing what it's doing, what it's saying. Um, but yesterday you'd said um, the goal is to be available for things to happen without making them happen. And I don't know how to do Ooh, that. I hope I didn't say that. Oh, maybe you didn't say that. <laughs> maybe I misunderstood you saying that. So there's a good point well, right there. So it's a, you know the goal is the, is the one Oh, yes, that, you didn't say well, the goal. That's exactly right. Here's the, here's the, here's the thing, Lisa. Why... why and, and I'm not really asking this as a why go up into your head and answer the question, okay? Why do you want to be aware? Why do you want, why would you want a company like the awareness company? Why, why would you want that? What, what makes you call into this? What makes you practice? What, what is that? That's you what you want to be looking to. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Got well, it. That's what okay. you want to be looking to, and it's what Rob was just saying. You know, now, do, are you ever going to be able to answer that question? No. Right. But you, you can see, you can feel what's motivating you to want to be present rather than caught in ego suffering. You can feel that. You can sense mm-hmm. that. That's right. what you're looking for. And it doesn't live in conditioned mind. It, it, we could say, animates conditioned mind as it animates everything. But that's not the same as conditioned mind speaks for it because it doesn't. Hmm. Electricity, we could say, animates the toaster. But the toaster is out of luck without electricity. Right. 
Same relationship between that which animates and ego. You are here. We're having this conversation for as long as what animates you animates you and animates me. (laughs) When either one of us is no longer animated, that's the end of it for us. But that's not the end of what's animating life. Hmm, that's interesting. So, so let the animation um, help me let with the animation. Now. That's right. That's right. Let let that guide you. Let the intelligence that you are guide you. Will ego scream and yell and fight and argue and yeah? yeah of course it will. It is. Of course it will. Yeah. It's like a toddler. It wants its way. Okay. But that which animates is bringing you home. And that's all that's going on. All that's going on. Right? If we think anything else is going on, we're really very silly. Because all we have to do is think about all the people who struggled and tried to figure it out and tried to be somebody and tried to uh, whatever it is that they did through their life, missing their life in that pursuit only to die and have none of it mean anything. Right. Well, and I, I certainly have a lot of perspective. This is really showing me how I used to do things, very much run by conditioning. And I That's right. I I, I wanna I wanna you know, I wanna live this now. And That's right. it's only it's only in sort of what do I do next that, that uh, yeah, opens that door? That's why we door. never ask that question, Lisa. Right. That's why it's what always now? what now. That's right. Yeah. Right here, okay. right now, what now. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're All tuning right. into. Good. Right. She's well, thank got you it. so much for that George, support. She's got it. All right. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, Lisa. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks, Lisa. And, Cherry, that brings us to the end of another fabulous show, and we'll pick up with everyone else tomorrow. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. happy.